This episode is brought to you by Prima, a broad spectrum CBD wellness company. Did you know that 75 to 90% of all doctor visits are for stress-related issues? Many of us are operating in survival mode, expecting our skin, bodies, and minds to thrive when we're running on empty, especially this past year going through this pandemic. I believe that. I feel like everything is stress-related. So to change this reality, we really love this new purpose-led California-based hemp CBD brand Prima. They are dedicated to helping you rise above modern day stress so every day is a little bit better with their doctor formulated, clinically validated, high performance products for the skin, body, and mind. Prima has a wide selection of products. If you're not sure where to start, you can try Prima's The Daily CBD capsules to help relieve daily stress. Or if you're in need of a restful night's sleep, because I know we all need that, without waking up groggy the next morning, Sleep Tight, one of their newer products, will give you the sleep you've been dreaming of. Or as you've heard me talk about, my personal fave, their bath gem, aka the golden ingredient in a self-care bath night. Or John's favorite that we've talked about on this episode, the Brain Fuel, which combines CBD and Lion's Mane all in one for a quick elixir. Lucky for us, Prima is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time 15% off offer with the code FADISH, that's F-A-D-I-S-H. So head over and get your CBD products at Prima.co, that's P-R-I-M-A dot C-O, and feel better every day. This week, we're talking about essential oils, and this episode is brought to you by Solana. Solana is a socially responsible footwear brand dedicated to the world's transition to sustainability, which you all know we're all about. Their shoes are inspired by cultures around the world and impeccably crafted by a family-run atelier in the south of Spain using only vegan and sustainable materials, and they're super cute, so it's a win across all the categories. Their materials include 100% recycled fabrics, natural jute, and recycled ocean plastic, Again, you know, we love recycling, so this is such a great product. Yes, Solana is a testament to the true espadrille heritage and to our planet. So head on over to wearesolana.com and use the code FADISH20 for 20% off your purchase. That's wearesolana.com and the code is FADISH, F-A-D-I-S-H, 20. Happy shopping. Welcome back to Faddish. It's Nikita. And this is Mia. And we're here for <laughs> essential oils. Yes. What Very a fun excited. one. What a fun one. Yeah. This was requested by this was requested by someone right probably which we should have looked at prior it was requested by caroline angs she actually texted me and she was like i'm really interested in essential oils have you guys done an episode we're like oh no not yet that's a good it's a good subject you know it's a fad when you go to whole foods and there's a whole section for it that's how you know there's i wanted to take a picture today but the like person who helps in the beauty section 
was like, do you need help with anything? And I didn't want to seem weird and take a picture, but <laughs> it was huge. So definitely, definitely a fad. So for anyone who's new to the podcast, we look up what it is. We look up how you're supposed to do it or try it. And then the other one of us tries it. So that's what we've got for you today. But before we dive in, we give a little spiel. Please rate and review us. Follow and subscribe. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at FaddishPod. And yeah, we'll leave it at that for today. <laughs> Perfect. So I did the research of essential oils and then Nikita tried it. I'm very interested yes. to see how it went for you. I did topical, oral, and aromatherapy. Okay. Like the diffuser, if that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So that's that's how I tried it. Um, I did it over different periods of time, so I didn't do it all at the same time. Um, but we will see. I mean, it was a weird one. So looking, <laughs> looking forward to it. So tell me, tell me what it is and tell me how you're supposed to do it. Okay. Well, that's also the funny thing, I think, backstory of our podcast is I think people a lot of times do these things, me included. Mia included <laughs> that like <laughs> we try them without really looking into how and then we realize oh shoot I probably shouldn't have been doing that and I'm slightly concerned about this one that it's going to be the same way yeah and I'll, we'll get into it a little bit later but I literally texted Nikita and I was like wait did you do this yeah. if so stop <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah Mia texted me and I was like, oh no, am I going <laughs> to die from this? But let's find out. Mia, tell me tell me what it is. To start, I looked at three different sources, Healthline and Hopkins Medicine and then the New York Times. So all of this research is from one of those three articles or websites. So just to start off, what are essential oils? So they're highly concentrated chemical components that contain a plant's essence or smell and so they're extracted from things like bark, flowers, leaves, some fruits, and they're extracted either through cold pressing or distillation. And it can take several pounds of a plant to produce a single bottle of essential oils. Oh, interesting. I think I did not, well, I definitely didn't know that. I thought it was more so like a hint. It, I honestly thought it was like olive oil with a hint of like the extract in it so that's interesting to know I, I guess also that think, would make sense then yeah and I think it depends which ones you get too like some could be more concentrated versus others could be diluted got it okay interesting what are their alleged benefits <laughs> there's quite a few stress anxiety depression headaches or migraines nausea insomnia low appetite, dry mouth, and they could also be antibiotic or and or antimicrobial. Microbial. So, so a these lot are of, alleged benefits that mm -hmm. it can help cure, not that not cure is a benefit of. <laughs> not cure necessarily, but help with, I guess, containing okay. these. Yeah. Got it, got it, okay. So again, so yeah, not, a lot of them. Not that, yeah, not that the the benefits are all these, yeah, yeah, <laughs> ailments. <laughs> Correct. They can help with these ailments. <laughs> Got it. Perfect. All right. 
And so how do people use essential oils? And it's through the practice of aromatherapy, which I just always thought aromatherapy was through like uh, what you were saying, like through a diffuser, through like inhaling it. But I guess aromatherapy is everything that you mentioned. So it's also including like topicals, like using the oils as a massage or just putting it on yourself and through inhaling. So through a diffuser. So that's all considered aromatherapy. Got it. Okay, so it's like the aroma or the essence created mm-hmm. from the essential oil. Like exactly. That. And aromatherapy, it's been used for centuries. And basically what happens is when you inhale the scent molecules in essential oils, they travel from the olfactory nerves directly to the brain and impact the amygdala. I had to... Amygdala. Amygdala. God, I knew I was going to mess that up. <laughs> um, which is the emotional center of the brain. So that's essentially how it helps or impacts you. Well, and for anyone who's listened to our meditation episode, the amygdala is also what changes in size with meditation. Spoiler. If you haven't listened <laughs> to that one. But yes. <laughs> and so with aromatherapy, there's different ways that you can use it. So I think the most popular is through diffusers. Um, And then also you can have it in like a spritzer, I guess an inhaler, uh, salts that you would put in like a bath. You can also have it topical. So body oils, creams, lotions, you can do it through a facial steamer. You can have it in a hot or cold compress. And they also listed a clay mask. So I guess that's very similar to like the body oils, creams, and lotions. Several different Which ways. Which I feel like we've we've kind of touched on this. I can't even remember what episode, but there were some episodes that were saying, like, it can contain some essential oils, and, like, there was some that were saying, like, check if it contains mm-hmm. essential oils. Yeah. What was, what fad was that? I can't even remember. Was that the cruelty-free? No. It would have been something that we would have put on our skin. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Well, I'll try and think of it. Again, that's the different ways that you can use it. I'm sure there's more, but that's just what was listed. And I think the more popular ways of using essential oils. Oh, I remember what it, I remember. It's, <laughs> it's the natural toothpaste. Ah, uh, yes. Good call. Good Do you remember call. they were, mm-hmm. and it was like, if it has essential oils, like it can cause irritation in your mouth. So yep. just like be mindful of that. Yep, good call. And I'm actually going to get into that right now. So that was perfect. (laughs) I think this is the big one that we always want to know. Is it safe to use essential oils? So just like the majority of the fads that we researched, they are not regulated. So you need to make sure to read the ingredients on the label, even though they technically may not list everything. So you should be looking to see that it's pure ingredients and there's no like additives in whatever you're using. It's also recommended to use more well-known brands or, you know, like do a little bit of research to read the reviews to make sure it's a good essential oil and not something that has more additives and chemicals in it. So the common side effects of applying essential oils to the skin are redness, Burns, headaches, swelling, blisters, and rashes. So not mm-hmm. really great side effects. Yeah. So <laughs> if you are, you know, using um, whether it be like a lotion, an oil, whatever, essential oil, 
just make sure you test it on a small patch of skin first to make sure you don't have any of those side effects before you use it like all over your face, for example. That makes sense. I mean, that's what like we joked about this. It's like the carpet cleaner to t- test mm-hmm. it behind your couch before you try it on your whole carpet. Same yep. thing. <laughs> I feel like that's such a perfect analogy for you, Nikita, as the one who loves to clean. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Perfect analogy for me. I love to clean, but also the perfect analogy for almost any fad because I feel like it's, or not analogy, perfect, yeah, analogy Yeah, for any fad because it's like all of these you should try first a mm-hmm. little before you like really dive into it. Yep, absolutely. And there's actually some essential oils that are known to be riskier than others. So citrus oils that includes lemon, orange, bergamot, Those, I guess, could be particularly dangerous as they can be phototoxic, which means they react to UV light and could cause skin burn and blister. So definitely definitely look out for those. And I guess use sunscreen if you do do use those types. And then cinnamon bark, clove, lemongrass, oregano, peppermint, and jasmine are also known to cause irritation. So those ones are, I guess, generally riskier than others. But this Did you next... look at what those are used for, like for treatment? Yeah, so down in a little bit, I'll talk about what each one, the like benefit per type of essential Got oil. Got it, okay. This cool. one was really surprising to me. So Dr. Annie Gonzalez, who's a dermatologist, said that tea tree wins the prize in terms of like the most risky. And she oh, mentioned whoa. that she, I think it's because a lot of people think tea tree oil will help with a lot of like skin um, irritants and like acne, so they'll use it. But she said that she sees a lot of patients with acne or fungus who are convinced that tea tree oil is the miracle remedy for pretty much everything. And using too much undiluted tea tree oil for like spot treatments or masks could actually end up worsening the skin condition and develop... um, called tinea incognito which is a fungal infection that's masked and often exacerbated by the application of a topical agent okay so super interesting because yes i think i've heard that tea tree oil is kind of the Mm cure-all but also i was listening to this podcast and i cannot remember what it was but the guest was talking about how he had like really bad acne and then his like mom's he was like a teenager and then his mom's friend came over and was like, you know, the like Avon salespeople who like used to sell yeah. the <laughs> products. And mm-hmm. then now it's like so many other brands do that too. But um, it was like that. And his mom's friend was like, oh, I have just the thing for you. It was like tea trail. And he was like applying it all over his face and his acne was getting like worse and worse and worse. And he said it was like just so gross and so bad. And then finally he like got on Accutane uh, because oh, it wow. just got so bad. And like, I do think it's, I mean, I've heard that so many times, like tea trail just like can mm-hmm. cure kind of anything. So super interesting that that one was touched on. Yeah. I don't even know what a tea tree is. <laughs> Same. Outside of a tea tree <laughs> dish. Maybe it's tea, a, a tree that makes tea. Yeah. That's probably what it is. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> yes. But yeah, when I read that, I was like, wow, because same here, like I always hear about tea tree oil and I actually have... This thing, it's like a little, it's this liquid that you put in onto your scalp to help with like dandruff and just dry scalp. And it has tea oh. tree oil in it. 
And then I think my mom uses a tea tree oil body wash. So it's like everywhere. And does that work for your dandruff sidebar? (laughs) So my dandruff isn't present all the time. It's only if like the last day that I don't wash my hair. So I basically wash my hair one to two times a week. So it's more towards the end of that. And then, so I don't know if it's helping or if it's just. I have that too. And this is, this is a total sidebar we know, but I have that too, (laughs) but I, I almost feel like it's build up and not dandruff. Like it's just build up over time. Cause like if I don't wash my hair one day or two days, I wash my hair probably every other day. Mm -hmm. And like, I notice the build up happens after then, but it doesn't happen. It's not like always present. So that's my theory. Yeah, but. so I have no idea if it helps or not, but I use it sometimes. But when you I do remember. it, okay? <laughs> you and every other fatty out there, yep, just do exactly. it exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last little bit about is it safe or not? Um, but basically, every article that I read said you should not ingest or swallow essential oils, <laughs> and taken by mouth, the oils can damage the liver or kidneys. Awesome. So that was the big that's one, and great. that's when yeah, I that's texted what... Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it says to take it, so I'll, I'll touch on it in the experience section of the episode. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, okay, so this one article talked about uh, if you do want to use it topical for skin application, what you should look for. So they recommend looking for diluted concentrations of 0.5 to 1% or lower, preferably mixed with a less reactive carrier oil like argan or coconut. So you want to look for something that has 0.5 to 1% or lower. And again, it's mixed with something like argan or coconut oil. They mention that a lot of brands don't list the concentrations, so simple smell tests should help. If it's very fragrant, it's most likely to irritate your skin. And again, this is directly for skin application. I'm following along while she's doing this and reading, <laughs> saying what if I did something wrong, which probably did. I didn't write this down, but something that was really interesting when I was reading is this dermatologist was talking about how essential oils is really similar to the whole natural or clean beauty craze and fad mm-hmm. right now. And a lot of people think just because it comes from nature, it's good for you, where like we've just talked about, a lot of this could actually irritate you. And sometimes it's better to do, you know, use chemicals like, you know, the example you talked about, Nikita, that person went to Accutane and I'm sure that helped way more than the tea tree oil. Yeah. So. (laughs) The oily coverage of tea tree spill. (laughs) So yeah, I just thought that was really interesting because. I am a culprit of (laughs) natural and clean beauty, but it makes sense. It's such an interesting thought process that we think that essential oils must be great because it comes from nature, but in reality, it could be harmful to you. So moral of the story is just test and be cautious when you you try these. Think about it, though. Like, you shouldn't be just going out in nature and, like, blending leaves together, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that seems to have potential for not going super well so but what is interesting is I guess it's because it's so concentrated right like you talked about oregano oil and like we cook with oregano but it's nowhere close I guess in the potency as like this essential oils is probably what they're saying yeah interesting all right so yeah and then the last thing I want to talk about is 
the alleged <laughs> benefits per type of oil. So I have quite a few listed Perfect. here. And yeah, I'll just start going through them. So the first is basil essential oil. That's allegedly supposed to help with concentration and also alleviate some symptoms of depression. It also might relieve headaches and migraines, but should be avoided during pregnancy. Okay. Next is bergamot essential oil. This is supposed to be helpful for urinary tract and digestive tract. And when it's So these are all like when doing aromatherapy. Like mm-hmm. um well yeah, I guess you're not gonna put it on down there. Yeah, yeah. So used in aromatherapy. <laughs> Got it, okay. <laughs> and for bergamot, if it's combined with eucalyptus, it's supposed to help with skin issues caused by stress. So I would think like acne. Hmm. Black pepper is commonly used for stimulating circulation, helping with muscular aches and pains. And combined with ginger, it's used to reduce arthritis pain and improve flexibility. I've never seen some of these as essential oils. It clearly didn't dig deep enough in the whole foods section of this. Honestly, for me, I know like the main ones, right? Like lavender... Um, oregano, eucalyptus. eucalyptus. Other than that, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. Chamomile is supposed to help treat eczema. Hmm. Citronella is supposed to help uh, prevent or act as an insect repellent, which I had no (laughs) idea citronella was an essential oil. Did you? No. I just thought it was like For sure thought it was a chemical. Right? Yeah. Because they have DEET. DEET is the chemical. Mm. There we go. Because I do have natural citronella candles, which would make sense then. Same. But yeah, that one I was like, oh, whoa, mind blown. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't know that. Did not know that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Uh, I mean, yeah, the scent is that of those like mosquito candles, mm -hmm. but I never realized it was an essential oil. Yep. Now you know. Yep. You're welcome, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Eucalyptus, which is a big one, is supposed to help relieve the airways during a cold or flu and it's often mm. combined with peppermint but mm. a lot of people are allergic to eucalyptus oh i didn't know that i remember when i was younger there was eucalyptus trees at the tennis club that i went to and i would always get allergies from them but i'm mm. better now i mean yeah i am thinking about it as like in equinox mm-hmm. the like eucalyptus scented towels and steam room oh Divine. i love those i just yeah. got a little off topic but i just got necessaire the body wash eucalyptus scent i have that oh do you jane actually got it for me for i think my birthday got me that and the like body scrub mm-hmm. and the hand cream i'd never heard of necessaire prior to that so. i love necessaire but that body wash, the eucalyptus body wash, just takes me back to Equinox, and I love it. That's that's why she got it for me. She was like, I feel like this will make you think of Equinox. Uh, that's funny. amazing. Yeah. It smells just like Equinox. For anyone who yeah. hasn't been, it's phenomenal. All right. So, yes. So, if you like eucalyptus and you like Equinox, get necessary. <laughs> Moral of the We story. don't have a promo code, Yeah, no. we can work on that for you all. <laughs> Okay, so this next one is geranium, and that's supposed to be used for skin problems to reduce stress, and then also as a mosquito repellent, which is interesting that it helps with skin and repelling mosquitoes. (laughs) Got it. 
So yeah, that would be like more topical. But again, you said aromatherapy is like all you can either have it diffused or put it on topically. Okay. Yep, exactly. Jasmine is supposed to be an aphrodisiac. Ooh. And it says that while scientific evidence is less lacking, research has shown that the odor of jasmine increases beta waves, which are linked to alertness. So it's like a stimulant. <laughs> How funny would it be if someone was just, like, putting on jasmine essential oil everywhere they went? Actually, so funny. Very side topic of this as well. But, like, hair oil has become a thing recently. But if you're Indian growing up, hair oil was, like, life. You had oil put in your hair, like, to go to school. It was embarrassing. Your hair was so greasy. But, like, that's why we have great hair. And, um... There was one that was jasmine. It was jasmine-scented hair oil. It was the best one. Oh, my And gosh. it smelled the best. And we all wore it everywhere. We all put it, had it in our, our hair as kids. How funny is that? That So, was everyone, amazing. stop putting jasmine hair oil in your kids' hairs when you send them to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So, the next one is lavender, which I feel like is the most popular. And it's used to enhance relaxation and help with sleep. And it's also said to relieve headaches and migraine symptoms. And then okay. sandalwood, which I also feel like is, it's a very uh, popular candle scent, is yeah. also believed to have some aphrodisiac qualities. So that's mm. interesting. Because again, I feel like it's a which very popular think, candle. Yeah. People are lighting that up in their house. Yep. That's so funny. I'm going to be so aware of things now. I know, Oh, interesting. You have a sandalwood candle. What are you trying to do do in your home? (laughs) Um, And then last, tea tree is said to have antimicrobial, antiseptic, and disinfectant qualities. It's commonly used in shampoos, skincare products to treat acne, burns, and bites. Mm, Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. So like we said, that one... Is, I feel like, everywhere, so just make sure to test that one out. Interesting. Okay, those are cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like also people mix them and, like, it's this one to me seemed so, I mean, like, it's not super studied, but it seems so, like, eh, is this actually a thing? Mm-hmm. But I guess it could help if you think about it. If you're doing the therapy where you're just, like, breathing it in, taking deep breaths, it's kind of like meditation. So... Yes, its effects on the amygdala make sense there of a repeated pattern. Now you're just introducing sense into it. Yep, exactly. And then uh, the articles did talk about how similar to LED light therapy, that it's supposed to be used, you know, um, as a part of like whatever routine you have. Um, Yeah. It's not supposed to replace anything. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so overall, I think if you use it correctly and if it helps you, absolutely. But, you know, if you get like a rash, just make sure to be cautious of that and the side effects. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I can tell you about how it went for me because yes, there were some side effects. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, so I'll start with the not as juicy of results. So first one being the diffuser. We have like a lot of these little diffuser things because when John lived with one of his friends many years ago, I broke their diffuser 
accidentally. I think I like threw a pillow or something. I don't know. I broke the diffuser. So I ordered another one on Amazon, but he never even noticed. And then we, he just bought, his mom had like sent him a uh, diffuser that same day or something like that. And so we, they ended up having two. Long story short, now we have the diffuser back, even though we didn't need it. Um, and so with that, we came these, like we got it on Amazon. Uh, with that came frankincense essential oil peppermint and lavender so frankincense i had heard of i actually don't even know what that is either a lot of these things i don't know what they are i have heard of it i don't know in what context but it came with it um i mean the so the process of using a diffuser for anyone who hasn't used one is it's basically like think of something the size of like a eight to 16 ounce like water bottle. Um, they can come in all different shapes and sizes, but you have that mostly filled with water and then you drop a couple drops in of the essential oil, which makes sense to what Mia was saying about like, make sure you're diluting it because they don't think you're supposed to just be breathing this all straight up. But yeah, so that's kind of how it works. And then it like exudes kind of this oil, I mean, sorry, the oily water and like a mist form in your room and it, it smells like you can smell it, but I wouldn't say it's like overly potent. I don't think, I think it's a little bit more subtle than burning a candle would be my Mm -hmm. comparison. We did those for a while. I honestly didn't feel anything. We got these other two ones that are eucalyptus and then sweet orange. They're two separate ones and they're from way of will. They don't tell me what you asked for, Mia, the, like, percentages. Okay. But they do say that they're mixed with coconut oil and jojoba oil um, and then have, like, the eucalyptus in it. And then same with the orange is mixed with coconut oil, jojoba oil, and then citrus peel. Um, And it's, like, pressed out. So that's what, like, the instructions are. I mean, the ingredients are. It doesn't really give me anything else, and it's getting all over my hands. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't give me too much information beyond that. It doesn't give me the percentages of any of it. But I did, it wasn't too bad. It didn't really smell it a ton. It's like a light aroma. Did I feel anything different? No, I think I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't intentionally doing like 10 minutes a day. Let me take deep breaths with this mm, mist. Mm-hmm. It was more so like, let me have it in the background, see if it, ha- which I think is how most people use it. Yes, and I would agree with that. Listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, if you have use it in a different way. But I think that's how most people have it. So like, instead of lighting a candle, you just kind of turn that on. So unfortunately, didn't really feel anything, didn't really notice it. My one thing was sometimes I was like, does that even have water in it anymore? Like, I'd forget if it had water in it. And then... If you've, like, ever used it and then stopped using it for a while and then go back, there's, like, old water sitting in there. And so I feel like it's, like, a breeding ground for bacteria is my very <laughs> non-scientific exper- experiment around it. It's, like, that can't be good to just have, like, water that's, like, been hot and then cold and then is stuck between plastic. So, like, that was kind of my my gut on it. But, again, I mean, I didn't get sick. I didn't feel any better. Nothing really happening happening there that makes sense though your theory because it's like a humidifier right because one time I had a humidifier and just forgot about it and didn't like empty it or clean it out and when I went to there was uh like green stuff growing so I was like all right well that's not good so yeah it's probably like that yeah 
I feel like, yeah, because it's like enclosed with like a little gap for air. It just seems suspicious for sure. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that. And then the next one I did was topical, and this was on my wrist. I actually did this not specifically for the podcast. I did it maybe a year ago, and due to my results, I did not try to do this again, but thought I should share. The ones I tried were thyme and oregano oil. Again, don't tell me the percentages of it, but the same friend that we're talking about that had the other diffuser, he was saying how he like really believed in essential oil. So he got this book that was like full on, like multiple different use cases for like topical treatment of like different ailments using essential oils. And at the time I had a ganglion cyst, which for anyone who's not in the medical field, like <laughs> Mia and I are not in the medical field and you would, I wouldn't know what that means. It's basically a cyst that grows in your wrist and it is basically between kind of your, I don't even know if ligaments is the right word, but like between where your phalanges are. Don't even know if phalanges is the right <laughs> word. <laughs> but there, it's, think of at the space where your wrist bends. It had gone really bad, and so I was like, I should try these essential oils, and the directions were you dilute it a little with another kind of oil. So I did, I think I did it with coconut oil. So I, like, put, like, a drop or two in, like, half a teaspoon of coconut oil because it wasn't for that big of an area. But it doesn't tell me how much to dilute it with. It doesn't really tell me much. And so I put it on there, and then you're supposed to wrap it. So I wrapped it, and I got these, like, massive, like, rashes from it so so bad all around my wrist anywhere it was touched happened so I've never used it again I guess it was a reaction something again these don't really tell me too much they just say 100% pure therapeutic grade essential oil and then it says caution if pregnant suffering from medical condition or taking medication consults healthcare practitioner and then it says dilute properly before use and then the only ingredients is thymus fulgris oil, which I think is thyme. Mm-hmm. And then same with the oregano oil. Those, that's all, I mean, it doesn't tell me don't consume it. None of these have said don't consume it, which is so Crazy. Funny. Because yeah. it's not regulated. Wow. Yeah. So, like, people can be taking these, like, you know, whatever amounts and could get reactions or not um but i am really curious if any of our listeners have tried it and then it's worked for them or they have tried taking it and orally or even topically and nothing bad happened because i don't want to be the only use case here but it did (laughs) not work when doing it topically so these have been sitting in my like medicine cabinet for a year i love that you still have them (laughs) Uh, well i just i don't know why honestly i should probably get rid of them another thing about essential oils is like they Oil in general, I feel like kind of seeps through its container a little. Like coconut oil sometimes manages to like get all over the place. It's kind of like that. Like I feel like if even if I'm touching it, it kind of like spills out a little. So be careful. <laughs> You're going to get a rash again. I know. I need to wash my hands. Yeah. ASAP. Honestly, I feel like you should just toss them. Not worth it. Yeah. I know. I Okay. I'll probably toss those. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I should. I want to be breathing in oregano or thyme. Those don't even smell that good. Yeah. No. The last thing I tried, which is the oral one, is I tried a different oil 
a different essential oil for oregano and it's oil of wild oregano and it's called oreganol. Okay. And it's Mediterranean sourced oregano. Um, and so this is supposed to be like really good for acne if you consume it. So this one says, it says, I got this one from Amazon. It says from the North American Urban Spice is the company certified organic from Illinois. And it says it's a supplement. That's where, I mean, it's a dietary supplement. So that means you consume it. Right. And so the directions say take at least two drops under the tongue or in juice slash water daily. And then it says rub topically to support skin health. Due to heat sensation, keep away from genitals, eyes, and store away from children. And then it says strict CGMP standards and testing are always used. And then, of course, it says statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. (laughs) (laughs) Are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This one I tried both in juice, in water, and under my tongue. I tried it three times. How was it? Every single time I got rashes on my lips. (gasps) Oh, my God. Nikita. (laughs) I also was like, I'm I'm really sensitive to things. I was like, maybe it's just like my body being, oh, this is. No, I don't like this. Yeah, so I got this? like rashes on my lips. And so that that was after I did it under the tongue. And I was like, maybe that was too potent for me. So like, I'm going to try in water. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, maybe that didn't mask it enough. So then I tried it in my <laughs> celery juice. You like taste it. It doesn't taste like nothing. It doesn't right. taste good. Um, and so, yeah, I stopped doing it. But this sounds super common that like people get reactions to this. But I know a lot of people who do oregano oil or oil of wild oregano for skin stuff by taking it orally and like Hmm. I don't think they've had these kinds of issues so I need to know if anyone else has tried it and yeah I'm really curious tell us your story no one sent anything in before this episode recording but perhaps in our mailbag someone can share and let us know we're also just curious but that's so that's wild that you got rashes on your mouth from that yeah but like when I was a kid if I had like a plum I used to have get rashes on my my lips and like gotcha. if I had apple skin or almond skin and like I've grown out of those as years have gone on. I'm not sure. So that was kind of the the situation with Okay. Him. I have a question. Did John try any of this? He was like, you know, around for the the aroma. I mean, sorry, the like diffuser stuff. Yeah, but not the others. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm really curious about how essential oils affect everyone because I remember in the office one of my coworkers would have a diffuser and for the most part I enjoyed it because it just made the office smell nice because sometimes offices don't smell nice didn't one of our coworkers there when I worked there too have one that was like a USB like you plugged it into your computer I think so yeah that sounds right cool. <laughs> yeah I mean it smells nice it's like a candle but I don't think I feel any more zen when a candle's burning mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder, like, you're saying if you have to be more intentional with, like, your breathing yeah. and meditating with it. Huge hypothesis, unsure, but worth worth a, worth a test. <laughs> oh, also, I forgot to mention this. So, in the research, when I was talking about, like, the natural beauty and clean beauty, it often talked about looking for essential oils in skincare, and it triggered this, like, memory that, I don't know if you know Credo, you know Credo Beauty, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So Credo Beauty is basically sells skincare and makeup and it has a lot of clean, natural brands. And they have a section on every product that lists if it has essential oils in them or not. Because I think so many people have these adverse reactions to essential yeah. oils. And now it's that all making sense. sense. <laughs> well, that's like in the toothpaste episode when we learned that, you know, a lot of these like more natural toothpaste have essential oils for like that scent, you know, do whatever. But because they're so potent, they might cause reactions like, you know, rashes on your lips. Yeah. Super interesting. All right. Well, we better wrap this up because I have essential oils on my hands. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm okay. touching my nose. And now it's just Nikita, all, stop. It's all everywhere. <laughs> gonna toss them (laughs) uh well next episode we have coming up is what's the next one oh the the tiktok detox tiktok cleanse that mia is trying yeah again if you want to try it dm us and i can let you know exactly what ingredients i used in measurements but it's ginger cucumber lemon and pineapple in water and you drink it in the morning and at night so that's oh, I didn't know it was twice a day. Oh, yeah. We're going to have no research on this. It's going to be an easy one for me. Yeah, I went based off of one video, so <laughs> I'm curious to but hear. it's all over, all over TikTok. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, looking forward to hearing about that and looking forward to listening to more stories from our listeners. Yeah. So until next time. Stay fantastic. Bye. Bye.